Hey, this is a weed ramp from Office 365. Hey, it's Steve Dolby here. Another weed dram of Office 365 distilled, wanting to cover a few subjects, but mainly around Microsoft 365 strategy in this particular case. So these weed drams, the first one of 2023, are all about a serious subject. Our opinions, our experience that's coming from Moraine or from me, not together. The normal podcasts are all working, but this basically means that we don't get lost or distracted in something funny or a whiskey that we're drinking. So the title of this one really is something like Evolving Your Microsoft 365 Strategy, and it's looking at how we can start our project or how we can start rolling out a new application, but also more importantly, how we can continue to develop and improve our Microsoft 365 environments. But it's not just limited to Microsoft 365. In fact, it can be anything uh, because they're basic tenants around sort of agile working, um, change stuff, uh, adoption stuff. So just some thoughts, really. I use the word value a tremendous amount of time in the podcast. Value to me is the best definition of what we do in our jobs. If you're a consultant, you walk into an organization, you have specific agreements on what you're going to do. And when you do them, of course, you want to be able to do them as best as you can. And the people that are paying you want to see the value that's associated with that. So value from that perspective is important. If you're an employee, let's assume you're the Microsoft 365 administrator then you need to identify the things that would work best in your organization and administer the system to add value. And value is an interesting definition. And in, when I think about value, we can quantify it, of course. We can say, hey, we're improving the way we have meetings because they're shorter and more to the point. Or you can count the number of minutes of meetings you have as a view to the fact that the organization is collaborating, even if we have these times of uh, enforced homeworking, that kind of stuff. So value to me, though, is about a feeling, a feeling that when something happened, when I did something, it actually makes me feel better or it gives me satisfaction. So when we think about our Microsoft 365 strategy, we want to try and get the most value for our organization. Okay, so when we roll out a new application, when we add a new feature, when we do anything along those lines, we're kind of really looking for it to feel good. So the people are using it, they go, you know, thanks guys, that's actually helping me to do X and Y and Z. In Office 365 Distilled Podcast, Marine and I often talk about baseline and baseline governance specifically, but we've also talked about baseline change and baseline adoption. And the real thing about this is that if you go overboard and think about something for a large amount of time, let's just talk about rolling out Microsoft 365 MS Teams. So if you want to roll out MS Teams and you think the scope and you think 
everything that can be done within that scope. So teams and channels and applications and workflow and approvals and chat and messaging and voice calling and etc. etc. Two things are going to have. First of all, defining the value is going to be difficult because the scope is so large. And second thing, you're going to take so much time preparing to roll it out that it's going to take a long time for the value to actually hit the organization. So when we talk about baseline governments, we're trying to find a way that we can spend as little amount of time as possible in the planning and the designing and add as much value as possible. And if you think from an agile perspective, I'm sure you've all heard of Scrum and Scrum teams and, uh, and agile, of course then we're basically talking about trying to define something that we can deliver within a small amount of time. And generally, of course, we talk about a, a period of scrum of two or three or maybe four weeks. The idea is that you can make a change or you can add some new functionality in that period of time so that people can feel the value that you're delivering at the end of that scrum period of time. And we call them iterations. So what we're looking for is value as a baseline, as part of our strategy that we can deliver in a short amount of time that will deliver big value feeling. And the thing is that people expect it today. People expect new applications to be changing on a regular basis, to be adding them tools that they can use that will improve their job that will improve their that will improve their way of working but of course like everything else it's also a change and that's why we need to think about this strategically evolving your microsoft 365 strategy so let's think about what a successful change is how about this as a definition? A successful change is proportional to the complexity of the solution. Well, what does that actually mean? Well, it basically means that if you do something small enough that people can easily understand it, then the change and adoption associated with it is easier. If you can tell somebody about a new feature in a small paragraph, the chances are they're going to remember it. If you try and tell them about two new features over two new paragraphs, they'll probably only remember one. So there you go. If it's something simple, then the chances of it being adopted and used by the organization are high. And therefore, the value you're delivering is high. Now, in a terms of agile, we call that an MVP. So a minimal viable product. So what we're trying to do is to understand what our MVP is, and then we want to try and live it. We want to live by rolling out small changes and small iterations against our strategy. So they feel the benefit. They understand what's coming around the corner. It's short and sweet. You can describe it with a small picture. You can describe it in three or four sentences. And then they can decide whether they're going to bother thinking about it or they're just going to ignore it. 
If it's something they can see will add value, they'll think about it. If it's all about voice calling, for example, but they only ever call internally and they call direct, they will ignore it. Therefore, you're not adding value to them. But then again, there's no benefit for that individual. If we look at what Microsoft are recommending, it's quite interesting. The changes around rolling out Microsoft Teams, for example, um, and now you can read that their MVP is to put meetings and chat in to Microsoft and let everybody start using it and not worry about Teams and channels and all those kinds of things in the first instance, in the first release. So it's a very clear, minimal viable product. The minimal viable product in this case is to be able to go into MS Teams, go into the calendar, create a new meeting, take that meeting, chat to the people in that meeting, or go to chat and start chatting with individuals directly. Now, you can decide whether that's something that you do both at the same time, or it's your definition of your launch minimal viable product, your NVP. But it's a great example that drives success and lays the foundation for future change, for future strategy, in this case around MS Teams. Because think about it, they're going to see the application, they're going to see a button called chat, they're going to see a button called calendar, if you've set it up in the right place. But if nothing else, you will have told them how to find those buttons. They're familiar with a calendar, they fully understand what it looks like and there's a few changes in terms of how you operate but hey people can work that out or you can send them some instructions and from a chat perspective most people in the office environment nowadays are used to chatting through all of the other kinds of applications and communications that they use on a day-to-day basis so minimal amount of change maximum amount of value but that's not strategic is it it's tactical And we're talking about evolving your Microsoft 365 strategy. So let's think about, excuse me, let's think about how we define strategy. The thing about strategy is that it is a direction. There is a great quote that I was given in December um, by a lady called Caroline Hackney. Caroline joined our adoption and change workshops uh, over in the US in December. And uh, as part of that process, we get people to write stuff on the walls and just make notes and things like this. And stuck on my desk now is I have a note from Caroline. And Caroline said, Roadmap creates awareness and curiosity. I'm going to say that again because it's dead cool and you might want to write it down yourself. Roadmap creates awareness and curiosity. Now, we were talking about how important a roadmap is as part of the adoption. I'm going to cover that a little bit here. But I'd never really considered it as an item for creating curiosity. But it's very true, isn't it? When you put a roadmap together, you're going to see everything you've done in the past. You get to a point in the middle where you're standing. And then you're also going to see the things that are coming in the future. And what we're doing at that point is we are setting the curiosity, I hope. We're making people aware of the changes that are coming in. Now, if each of those changes is a small change, an MVP, but they're all aligned with the overall strategy, of course, of making Microsoft Teams the core product for 
um, communications, for messaging, for collaboration, then that is part of that strategy. The thing about your roadmap, where you're listing your strategy, is, is it's providing you with direction. So you know what you're looking to achieve over the coming months uh, or years, depending how long your roadmap lasts. You're also making it public. You're being very transparent. People know what's coming around the corner, which will generally stop people trying to research things themselves, try to work out what they're doing. I think it's brilliant. I really think that the idea that a roadmap creates awareness, which is obvious, you're communicating something, but more importantly, it starts to create curiosity. It starts to create desire, that second stage of the change process from ADCAR, where we've told people what we're doing, but now we're trying to tempt them and to get excited about what's coming around the corner. So that roadmap, that strategy, is a really, really important process to work through. But just to close this down, what else would we think about around the strategy for Microsoft 365? Now, we have to remember that Microsoft 365 does not just stand still. It changes regularly. You, we all know, and if you listen to our podcast, you're more than aware, that, of course, it changes with new features, it changes with new applications, and here we are at the beginning of 2023. If we consider uh, the last six months, then Microsoft have been doing huge amounts of work with Viva and everything else and making Microsoft Teams a core application. And deciding how you're going to do Viva, for example, um, and the changes around that uh, are part of your strategy. So here's some suggestions on how to deal with strategy. Think of strategy in terms of groups. So my overlying groups, when I think about this, are things like content management, collaboration, and communications. And collaboration, of course, is combined content with communications. So if I think about content management, then I'm focusing on SharePoint and OneDrive and where that's going. If I think about collaboration, I'm probably thinking about MS Teams and OneDrive. And if I think about communications, I'm probably thinking about MS Teams, Outlook and Yammer. And so I can start to set expectations and put changes and training around small functional actions which add value in each of those groups. And I can decide the strategic direction of those applications and those um, uh, groups uh, because the functionality is so vivid. So content management, getting to a document, finding a document, creating a document, sharing a document, starting a document in OneDrive, moving it to SharePoint, starting a document in OneDrive, moving it to Teams. Well, obviously you're moving it to SharePoint, but moving it through the Teams interface. If I think about communications, then MS Teams again, messaging, but also, you know, Yammer is now a key part of Teams with Engage and it's going to get more integrated moving forward. Outlook, of course, is not associated with MS Teams, but it is the place where we get a lot of our notifications from. If I was thinking of further strategy groups, I might think about well-being with insights and the things that go around that. I might think about forms and data work, so bringing all the data items together and workflow and automation. 
So strategy is important, all right? How you deliver that strategy, how you communicate it to people, but do it in small pieces. Put your roadmap together with functionality you're going to release, functionality that will add value. And trust me, you get down this route, when they look at you, they will say, you know, that person adds value to this organization. They change the way that I work. And if I need something specific, I now know who to go and speak to. Steve Dolby saying goodbye and have a very good day if you listen to this in the morning or sleep well if you listen to this at night. Bye.